Thanks to SBS Fences, portable toilet and fence hire Sydney. This is Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Give us a call on 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. All right, boom, let's get into it. We are going on a Monday afternoon. Well, it's still Monday morning if you're listening via the app up there in Queensland. The Queensland listeners will join us at midday today, 6.93 a.m. But you are listening via SEN Sydney. That's 11.70 a.m. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. Yes, people are having a go at me already about doing a man cad. Anyway, anyway, it was only the once. I uh, don't know what the problem is. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to have a comment on anything and everything, if you want to talk to us here in the afternoons, do it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That would be looked upon very favourably when it comes to giving out the hundred dollars cash. That's from Tristan and the team at Top Sport. We've got the Who Am I today too. Double pass to Wednesday night's play in. Sydney Kings and the New Zealand Breakers. Bit of a story there from Matty Logue in today's Daily Telegraph about Angus Glover and what he said allegedly to Jalen Adams after a game a couple of weeks ago. So we'll we'll get to all of that. Big show, really big show. And a big shout-out to Alex from the team at SBS Fence, the naming rights sponsor. Remember, if you want portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney, go to sbsfence.com.au. Speaking of Alex, Maestro is here. You'll hear a lot of him today, but not before Zach Bailey is in from Channel 9 News with all the latest in the world of rugby league. I'm really looking forward to this one. Rugby League America. Everyone knows who's been listening to this program for, what, the last three and a half years, how bullish I am about rugby league in the United States. Steve Scanlon, the consortium chief, he will be our special guest after one o'clock. So we are looking forward to that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 1170 that is the open line number. The text line, 0457 736 736. Uh, and then, of course, Afternoons Amplified with the Maestro. We'll have a look at some of the TV numbers coming out of the weekend. The Who Am I will be there, and then we'll get stuck into the text line. Uh, we'll also have the 2 o'clock flock. So plenty of opportunity for you to have your say on the program. Righto, let's get into it. Oh, gosh, seriously. How far do they travel? 34,000 kilometres to go over there. DW Stadium sold out. 24,091 Wiganers. Actually, let's make it. 24,092 when we throw in the referee, Liam Moore, a resident of Wigan. <laughs> so, anyway, well done to the Warriors. 16-12 over the Penrith Panthers. Lots of contentious calls and a little bit upset some of the Penrith legends, most notably our man Greg Brandy Alexander on The Breakfast Show this morning. The awarding of the Jake Wardle try Jake was try, the yeah. worst I've ever seen. The okay. worst video okay. referee decision I've ever seen. He had the temerity to say there is insufficient evidence to change the on-field decision. Now, he was a foot short. He, he was a foot short of the try line to make the decision on that incident. <laughs> now, we, we've been through this. We went through this 10 years ago where we used to go straight to the video referee and then come down and say... Ref, ref's call. Remember? We used mm. to do that. Would you? Do you think that is a better process than the referee just rolling the dice? And... 
Uh, no, I don't, Brandy, in answer to your question. Like, he got it horribly wrong, no doubt. But I, I, I think what happens in the passage of time is we forget how bad the other system was. And that was where you go, well, I don't know. What do you think upstairs? Uh, that wasn't working. The problem, you know, where it all started with that that try to Jake Wardle. The the problem started with uh, Liam Moore getting around there and seeing well, what I thought the ball was. I, I won't go a foot, is what Brandy said, but I'd say half a foot short of the try line. And he went, "No, I'm going to send it up as a try." Like th- that's the problem. And from there, it just didn't get any better. Lying is a sin," said Brian. Oh. As I said earlier with Matty White, there's plenty of ways you can leverage that throughout the course of this season. Um, And they deserve it, I guess, is what Brian said. Uh, Ivan Cleary, that's the thing about this particular competition. We get to see the best teams together. And Wigan were too good tonight. So there was the forward pass from Adam Kieran. I noticed Michelle Bishop didn't mention that in her cross this morning. But anyway, uh, that was to Abbas Miski for the second try. The Liam Martin strip one-on-one. Uh... (laughs) The Panthers didn't play so well, but um, I'm telling you, uh, very, very important decisions went against them in key moments of the match. Penrith should have played a warm-up game. That's what they should have done. St. Helens did it last year. They came out here and beat Penrith by a point. I think to, to come out of this is, is there a better solution about what you should be doing with the World Club Challenge? Penrith did not play a warm-up game, so maybe they are to blame. As I said, St. Helens did last year. Maybe there's a a different way to get around it. The NRL trials from the weekend, the Roosters 46, the Rabbitohs 10, doesn't really mean anything with all the stars over in Las Vegas. The Sharks 12, the Bulldogs 6, this did. Um, Sharks were okay, Bulldogs weren't. Only got a try when the Sharks were down a man. I think disappointing is the best way. Yes, they defended well, yes, but that's almost a given, right? I suppose it wasn't for the Bulldogs last year. They gave up more points than any other team. So uh, all those issues we thought they had, remember, it's like halfback, still an issue, still an issue for the Bulldogs. Saturday Storm, 28, Knights 10. Wow, this is a very good performance from a Storm side against a, a strong Knights side. The Warriors, 34-22 over the Dolphins. Sean Johnson, good. Hello, Roger. <laughs> maybe just maybe the market has underestimated the impact Roger Tuova. Like, Chance Nickel Cookstar, outstanding. Been really good last year. But is his best better than Roger's best? And we don't have to question now whether it will be Roger's best. The former Daly M champion is back. So that is exciting for all Warriors fans. The Broncos, 40 points. The Seagulls, 14. The weakened Broncos side against the weakened Seagulls side. So can't take too much out of that. The only thing you can take out of that is $100,000, which is what they've won, which I believe 50-50. Club gets 50%. Players get 50%. I'd urge them to transfer that money immediately over to the bank accounts of these Broncos players. They're in Vegas, baby. They can turn that $50,000 into $100,000 by the spin of a roulette wheel. That's all I'm saying. Gamble responsibly, obviously. All Broncos players. But anyway, just a thought. Just a thought. Dragons 34, the West Tigers 18. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it was this time last week the Dragons fans were saying no. And I said last week, Dragons won't win the wooden spoon. Dragons will not win the wooden spoon. Next minute, they come out and beat the West Tigers. So the West Tigers were poor, were very poor. So West Tigers fans. And and here's the thing. I don't know Benji Marshall really well. Uh, 
But he's a winner. No matter what he does, in anything that he does, he's a winner. We don't know if he can coach. The sample space is so small. We've talked about it a number of times on this program. Former great player doesn't automatically translate into being current great coach. And and that's the concern. And unfortunately, as much as I want to be uh, positive about Benji Marshall and what he's doing, there's just massive question marks around him. So that's a concern, West Tigers supporters. Cowboys 36, Raiders 26, Scotty Drinkwater excellent in that game. So was Thomas McKayley, who is a former West Tigers player who I think had a high opinion of him when he was at the West Tigers. I know Michael Maguire, a fan. The Eels 26, the Titans 16. Bryce Cartwright, not only very strong, but very clever as well. So when you think about your leading try scorer, we'll do this on Wednesday. Top eight, premiers, wooden spurners, least wins, uh, most tries, Dally M winner. They just score tries. Makali Ravalawa, Kyle Felt gets tries, and Alafiana Camperera. Don't worry about where that team finishes. He is a genuine try scorer. The new ad campaign is out. We're going to play a little snippet of this. Why don't we? Come on, we'll treat the listeners to this one. Here it is. The NRL season is tough on every player, but the off-season, well, it's toughest on us. The fans, the armchair critics, the loyal supporters. 13,276,980. That's how many ticks of the clock the off-season is. It feels like forever. But the start is finally here. Here we go. Incredible A start the whole world will see. Not just the start of something great. It's the start of something unpredictable. Unrelenting. Unmissable. The start of something unreal. NRL 2024. Let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go. All right. Yes, Vegas, we're all excited about that. Yes, expansion. They're going to buy the Super League. We're going to buy Rugby League America. We'll set it up anyway. Uh, And Vegas, of course, is all very exciting. But uh, there you go. We are not far away. Guyton Granley, little side note, the actor who voiced that. I worked with him on a film, 2004, Man's Got to Do. He's uh, a lovely bloke, very talented actor as well. Uh, So... Uh, Pete Bedell up there at News Corp reporting that NRL NRL USA talks will begin. They've begun. Don't worry. They've been in action. We'll speak to Steve Scanlon coming up very shortly, chief uh, of the consortium. So we're looking forward to getting insight to him. They've got eight franchises that they want. They've got a 1.5 million USD price tag on them. Three have been sold already. So New York, Dallas, Las Vegas. Who's getting the LA one? That's the one. That's the one. And, and yes, Carl Stefanovic is an investor, so we'll have to ask about that. King Carlos. Carlos! Carlos! Oh, I love that. Uh, now, Kid Leroy's over there. He's not playing, though. He's got to go to Asia, so he's not playing, but he's had... Uh, who do you have up there? Cody Walker and Jai Arrow went up to L.A. because they're down in San Diego. So uh, he's excited about it. He's a Rabbitohs supporter through and through. I grew up in Waterloo, and the Rabbitohs are in my blood. And then Daniel Patrick, who is Pat Jarvis's son. He's the clothing designer. He kits out Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey bought 53 of his tracksuits for the Kansas City Church. Anyway, uh, he's, so he kits out, get a load of these names. So Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tim Manor, 
So there's, there's I swear to God, we saw we met I met Daniel when he came out to give Tim Manor his bag of goodies at Penrith Stadium last year. I swear, I swear. So there you go, Timmy Manor. Is there anyone that bloke doesn't know? He's too good. So it's all happening over there in the rugby league. Righto, let's get to some of the other sports around. Well done, the Aussies. Duckworth Lewis did Stern stick his calculator in there. I don't know whether you do that for the T20s. They got there, 118 for four, and then 98 for three in reply. New Zealand, who did well? Travis Head scored some runs. Uh, Matthew Short, 27 off 11. Uh, Steve Smith missed out. So his time in abbreviated cricket might be uh, coming to an end for Australia. Spencer Johnson, a star, and Nathan Ellis, a star, when it comes to the ball. We were talking about New South Wales. They've been wrestled in the Marsh Cup final yesterday. It was at Cricket Central at Homebush. So all out 169 in 42 overs. Ollie Davies, our man, 51 off 53. Moses Enriquez, 32 off 59. And then WA in a little bit of trouble earlier. They cantered to a win. Hilton Cartwright, 73 off 80. And Josh Phillippe, 42 off 52. So they've won that. Joel Paris, a star two, four for 21 from his allotted overs. They lost New South Wales, seven for 34. Where'd Matty Jilks bat? I think he batted six. There you go. Good to see they're listening. It's just one further down, and you're on the right track there. Very England of them, wasn't it, to lose seven for 34? England all out for 145. They lost seven for 35. So R. Ashwin, who opened the bowling in the second dig, R. Ashwin, don't worry, Joe Root opened the bowling for England. R. Ashwin, five for 51. India, none for 40. What's that? Day three completed. So there'll be a result today. There'll be a result today. And so long-form cricket. I think four days is more than enough. Anyway, Trent Copeland is very strong on five-day cricket. What's he doing now? What's that? Oh, T20 cricket, general manager of the Sydney Thunder. <laughs> there you go. No, congratulations to Trent. He'll do a good job in that one. And we've got to get ourselves to a break, but we can talk about this a little bit later too but with the maestro. But Matilda's 3-0 over Uzbekistan. That was in Tashkent. And now they go to Melbourne. On what night? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. So that'll be head-to-head with the NBL, the Kings taking on the breakers. But Michelle Heyman, Mary Fowler, and Caitlin Ford all scored goals late. And I know there's no Sam Kerr for the Olympics, but I've got to ask, this is an incredible comeback from Michelle Heyman. So I'm going to ask Maestro a little bit about that, given the fact he knows his football inside or out. one 1170 Get us on that text line, 0457 736 736. We'd love to hear from you. What did you think of the weekend sport? Are you worried about your rugby league team? Do you want the National Rugby League to buy UK Super League? Do you want Rugby League America and an investment from the NRL? I want it all. (laughs) Vegas, baby, everything. More anything, Jerry. More everything is what I'm thinking. Anyway, you tell us what you're thinking. Let's get ourselves to a break. Lots of tech. JS, this is wild. Listening to you on tour on the Gold Coast at 11.15am. That's from JS. So now you've got to tell me you're listening via the app, right? So if you could love that. Uh, And Spanky said, Jim, I love Benji. Who doesn't? But why is he a winner? 2005 Premiership, 2008 World Cup. Well, well over a decade ago. He's not Cooper Cronk. No, he's not Cooper Cronk, but he's a winner, Spanky. So let's just wait and see. one 1170 Righto, let's get ourselves to a break. And then we're back with more. You're listening to Afternoons on SEN.